This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our Golden Twenties. My name is Tegan, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sadie. Hello. And today we're doing an episode that we've been talking about doing for a long time because we both love shopping and talking about our shopping. And it's just going to be us discussing the best and worst purchases we've ever made. And the idea is Black Friday is this week. So if you're still not sure if you should take the plunge on certain items, maybe we'll mention it. And even like for gift ideas, if you're like, I think someone would like this, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we thought we'd talk about our favorite buys and the things that we feel that we've wasted our money on. Yeah. One of my biggest fears is as soon as we end this episode, I'm going to have so many other ideas, like so many other things yeah. that I failed to mention because it was such a good idea. And But when I actually sat down mm-hmm. to like list out, because I love to shop and I shop so much, when it came to listing out, okay, well, what was actually worth it or like high ticket items or yeah. things that I like really invested in not many things were coming to mind. I did manage to like pull together a list for you guys and like I'm happy with my list, but I just know as soon as we finish recording, I'm going to have so many other other ideas pop into my head and be mad that I didn't mention them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had kind of a hard time thinking of purchases that weren't worth the money just because yeah. I'm cheap. So most purchases I make, I like think about for a long time. And if I invest in something, it's like I'm forcing myself to use it. Mm, Like if it's a pain in the butt, I don't care. Too bad you're using it. So I don't know. I feel like my purchases that weren't worth the money aren't going to be like revolutionary or it'll be like, well, yeah, no, duh. Same with mine, actually. I was even like walking around my house being like, what did I pay for this? Was it worth it? What sucks? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like the purchases that weren't worth the money, like I just don't have them anymore, you know, like, so I just kind of forgot about them or something. But again, I do have a few, even a few like hot takes through here. So we'll see. We'll see how Mm, it goes over. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's also very dependent on like it's person to person. It depends on your lifestyle. Like I was going to mention in something that wasn't worth it. Like, I don't know that say Aritzia clothes are Mm -hmm. worth the price tag. But then at the same time, I'm like, if I had the lifestyle where like I was getting things dry clean frequently, maybe they would be more worth the money, you know, because I could just be popping them off to the dry cleaners, which I would be doing once a week or whatever. So it is also like very specific, I feel like, to our lifestyles. but. Definitely. And this is not at all 
on the same topic, but sort of in terms of like <laughs> lifestyle. I feel like too, as much as Black Friday's coming, holiday shopping, this is like a peak time for people to be buying for themselves and for others. I do feel like yeah, there is something to be said that like we are in like a looming recession and the cost of living is a incredibly high right now so i hope this episode doesn't come off as like us pushing like consumerism and like pushing products on you you know like that is definitely not our intention and we're not saying you must go buy these things to live a fulfilling life (laughs) like (laughs) that's not it at all it's more just like like you were saying tag if you're thinking of these things and you just need somebody to confirm if it was a good purchase for them or not like that's what we're here to do yeah. or gift ideas. I think a lot of our good purchases would be good gifts. And then we're also going to wrap up this episode talking about investments you should make in yourself because I think as soon mm-hmm. as life gets expensive and you know the cost of living's going up or through, I'm going to say Q4 because I work in retail, but like through Q4 when you're dishing out so much money for gifts and stuff, I think you kind of sacrifice investments that you would have in yourself in multiple different areas of your life. So we're just going to go through that as well as don't cut yourself short or whatever that saying is. Mm-hmm. You deserve to give yourself love too. And there's things that you should be treating yourself with that maybe don't cost a lot of money. Maybe in some cases they do, but are definitely worth it. Yeah, 100%. So Maybe let's start with purchases that we think were worth the money and I guess like purchases that we'd recommend for other people in their 20s, yeah. maybe we could say. I don't know. Yeah. It depends on what they are. But Sadie, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Okay. The first two on my list of purchases that were worth the money were actually both gifts. However, had Mm. I not received them as gifts, they were things that I was like wanting to buy because I knew I would use them. So I feel like these are great gift ideas to ask for or maybe good gift ideas to like go in on with other family members for like a sibling or something. Mm -hmm. But the first thing on my list is an air fryer. And I just got an air fryer for my birthday in October. So I'm new to the air frying world, even though I know air fryers have been like all the rage for years now. I feel Mm -hmm. like since the pandemic, but maybe even before that. And I don't know. I think it's just such a great kitchen appliance to have, especially for somebody in their 20s or somebody who lives a very busy lifestyle who still wants to cook at home, but they just feel they don't have time or patience to cook like a full meal every night using the oven. I feel like an air fryer is a really... Mm -hmm like easy way to simplify your like meal process, like on a weeknight kind of thing. So I'm somebody who does typically enjoy cooking. And like, since I work from home, I find like my cooking dinner is my disconnect between like my work day and my evening. So I enjoy, Mm -hmm. you know, that it takes me an hour. However, there's some days where I'm like, nope, I just need something quick and easy. Like since I do work in retail, the week of Black Friday is really crazy for me working really long days. So, you know, at the end of that type of work day, I just need something that's going to cook me chicken wings in 15 minutes or, you know, cook me salmon in Mm -hmm. like three minutes. That's not true. Don't like, 
use this as like <laughs> guide on yeah, how to cook your meat. But you know what I'm saying? It is yeah. definitely – it was a good gift. And I think, like I said, if it wasn't a gift, I would have bought it for myself. Mm-hmm. And the next thing on my list that I use even more than my air fryer is my AirPods. And I got my AirPods mm-hmm. for Christmas a few years ago when I was still commuting to the office and I was somebody who listened to music or podcasts on my commute to and from the office every day and having them wireless was Mm -hmm. such a game changer and being able to like, you know, take calls and, you know, not have to worry about your wire getting all tied up in your scarf and all that stuff. Like I know it's kind of like small added benefits and AirPods are so expensive. It's like, is it really worth that much money when I get my Mm. wired headphones for free with my iPhone or whatever. I don't know if they even come with headphones still, but in any case, AirPods were 1000% worth it for me. I'm so glad I have them to this day, even though I work from home now and I don't listen to stuff on commute anymore, whatever. My AirPods are like always charge ready to go. I use them every week to record this podcast. Mm -hmm. I'm like using them still throughout my work day for the days I just need to like blast music directly into my ears. So I have that as the second thing on my list, but it's probably actually the biggest purchase or the most expensive thing on my list that was like, I use every single day. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I had the exact same things on my list our air fryer we were gifted as a wedding gift in October 2020 and as someone who you know got married had a registry we have an instapot and a crock pot and a deep fryer and literally we've used the instapot once mm. that's it mm-hmm. we use the air fryer like once a week yeah like it is so good and i don't even know like our oven is a new oven and it has like that setting where you can do the air fryer but it just is so much easier like you're not waiting for things to preheat it's already like in your little basket I don't know yeah it's just very very easy and so fast yeah my sisters have been talking about like there's like a three-in-one situation out there where it's like an instant pot crock pot Mm -hmm. and air fryer all in one and maybe something else too maybe it's like a four-in-one I feel like that might be worth the money, but yeah, I feel like I'd be in the same boat where I have a crock pot, but like I hardly ever use it. And when I do, it's only in the fall winter months, you know, like very specific. It's like I have to make an effort for it. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I am scared of the Instapots because Mm -hmm. I did not realize how intense they are when you have to like let off the steam and like yeah things were scary I was like this is like way more intense like our instapot came with like five different books of warnings they're like if you blast off your hand (laughs) go to the emergency room and I was like what is happening oh my god that's so I've never used one and now I don't think I I ever will (laughs) it's like really intense like anyone who hasn't used one look them up on YouTube because I had no idea it's crazy like I understand people like love them they say like this is the key because I think that you can cook meat really quickly and it stays like moist I don't know I'm too scared to use it so I don't know if that's the (laughs) truth and I've heard they're like really good if you want to make like a bunch of like hard-boiled eggs so you're making deviled eggs and like those kinds of things I just I haven't used it enough to like 
confidently use it mm-hmm. where the air fryer I use constantly yeah. because it's the best. Yeah. And the same with AirPods. I received AirPods as a Christmas gift a while ago now, like, I don't even know. I want to say like four years ago or something crazy. Yeah. And I love them. It's actually kind of crazy to think that they've lasted that long. I feel like that's not very on brand for Apple to be like four years later, still trucking along. But yeah, they're just so easy. I use them. I don't use them every day anymore. Before when I was commuting, I definitely did. But I use them probably like five or six times a week. And even like when I'm blow drying my hair, I use my AirPods so I can watch YouTube videos Mm. and I can like hear what the people are saying. And I don't have to worry about like my hair dryer getting tangled. Like it's just simple stuff like that. And they're so like instantaneous. That was one of the things I was so worried about is I'm like, I don't want to be dealing with like connecting my Bluetooth every time I'm trying to listen to something. Mm -hmm. But it's like as soon as you pull them out, they connect to your phone. So I also love those. Yeah. So the next purchases I wanted to mention that I think are worth the money is first and foremost, my iPhone. And I feel like anyone who's bought an iPhone knows that they are like insanely expensive. Mm. It's actually crazy. And I always feel like every time I'm going to buy a new phone, the thought crosses my mind of like, I should just get like a cheap phone. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Whatever. But then I think about it and I'm like, this is something I use every single day, multiple hours, probably a day. Like this is the one thing that I feel like I should spend the money on because it does make a difference and it improves, you know, my general life. It improves my work. Like the phone that I have takes like great pictures and allows you to do x y and z and I just think that it's worth it because I think if it's something like I would say this to my husband when he's buying new glasses like you're gonna wear your glasses every single day if it's something that you know I'm using this every single day that's something I think it's worth like splurging on yeah and I Like, I don't necessarily mean, like, I know, like, say for Apple Watches, they'll have, like, special editions that are, like, a thousand extra bucks because it's a fancy color. I don't necessarily mean in that way. I just mean if you're, like, well, I could just get the phone that's, like, five generations ago because that's the cheaper one. It's, like, but if you're using it every day and you have the means to afford a better version, I think it's a worthy investment. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to mention that because I feel like it's something that's like overlooked or easy to like skimp on. And the other thing I wanted to mention, which I feel like is not a shock to anyone, is my Dyson Airwrap because this was like a very extravagant purchase Mm -hmm. and I love it. And I find sometimes if you're having a hard time sort of like splurging on a purchase is to think of how it will improve your life. So my air wrap took my hair drying journey from like four hours down to half an hour. That's amazing. And my hourly rate is like, what, 60 bucks an hour, 75 bucks an hour. So it's like, if I think of my hourly rate 
and I am now saving three and a half hours. Like the air wrap's paying for itself mm-hmm. in no time, which is maybe a weird way to think about it, but that's how I think about it because it's like I'm now getting, you know, three and a half hours twice a week back where I can be doing other things. I could be, I don't know, making money or whatever. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of bring that up because you know, time is money. So even though something like you might be purchasing something, not thinking that it's saving you money, but if it's saving you time, you can kind of think of it in that way. Yeah. I feel for both of those things, it kind of goes back to the whole like cost per wear or cost per use. Yeah. Like mentality. And I think that's exactly what you're saying with your iPhone is if you're using it, you know, people screen time or like hours a day, like it's probably yeah. worth it, you know, and like your air wrap, if you're using your air wrap every time you wash your hair and it's saving you that much time yeah, and you're actually using it that often, like it probably is worth it. So I love that. I agree yeah. with the phone thing too. Yeah. And I think on the phone front, I'm maybe weird. I don't know, but I like buy my iPhones directly from the Apple store rather than like through mm. the like phone companies and I feel like it might be different Your carrier yeah yeah it might be different in the U.S. from what it's like here in Canada but I just do that to keep my like monthly expenses on my phone bill like as low as possible and I'd rather like pay for my phone mm-hmm. all up front however there are other ways to go about it like I feel like that's a huge purchase you know if you're going to the Apple store and like buying mm-hmm. an iPhone outright but then it you know, keeps your monthly expenses down, like I just said, or you could, you know, just kind yeah. of subsidize it through your phone carrier or phone company. So there's ways to go about it to make it a little bit more affordable. And like, I don't know, it can be a really big purchase all at once or like over time. So yeah. something to think about if, you know, you want the newest iPhone or whatever, but it's just not like within budget right now or something. Just a few different ways to think about it. Mm-hmm, for sure. And as much as I love Sephora and give them all my money, I don't think I'll be buying an air wrap anytime <laughs> soon because <laughs> I don't think yeah. I would get the use out of it like you do. Like I never blow dry my yeah. hair, so I don't know, but I'm tempted yeah. just because. See, I never used to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tempted just because everybody loves it so much where I'm like, well, maybe I have yeah. that fear of missing out, even though that's a really bad thing to have for such an expensive right. purchase. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and now I keep seeing those TikToks of the shark hair dryer, which is the dupe. And it's like, I think it's $400 cheaper or something. So I have a feeling that that's probably what like the majority of people are going to get. But yeah, yeah, before I had it, I would never dry my hair. I would only ever air dry it. And then I would sometimes use like hot tools to style it. But for the most part, I was just like, I'm an air dry kind of gal. Whereas now I'm like, I can't leave my house if I haven't had a blowout. Yeah. So I don't know. It changed me. Yeah. And do you feel like it added to your confidence? Because I feel like this is another thing. Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah. It's worth it if it's like improving your body image and like your confidence and yeah. you know all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's also better for your hair, which I don't really care about cuz whatever, but I know some people 
care about that. Like my hair grows really fast, but I know people who are like trying to grow their hair long and struggling with it because they use hot tools. The air wrap still gets hot. So I'm not going to be like one of those people who says that it's like healthy for your hair. It still is like hot air, but it's supposed to be better than using like a curling iron or a straightener. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, my next two things, I'm going to go away from the techie gadget side of things and go to like two furniture items, I guess. So Mm. my, the first thing I was going to mention is my couch. And I feel like maybe that's a weird thing to put on this list. But for me, I feel like as soon as my last roommate moved out and it was just my apartment all by myself. I was like, I need to buy a couch that's like a adult a couch or a grown-up couch. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, you know, post-grad, I'm in this apartment by myself. Like this is the start of my life as like an adult. And this couch is gonna signify that for me. Get rid of like the little two-person seater I had from Ikea that I had all through college. So so it was kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe like a sentimental purchase and like something I was, like I paid like a thousand bucks for my couch. So it wasn't, you can pay way more than that. And I'm aware of that. I got yeah. my home sense. But anyways, it was definitely worth that thousand dollars I spontaneously spent the day that I saw it at home sense. <laughs> and I spend so much time sitting on my couch, like especially now when I'm spending so much time at home that I'm like, it needs to be something good. And I don't know. I just think even my older sister, she had like my parents' old couch for a really long time. And like her and her boyfriend were like so back and forth on buying a new couch. I think it was just last Christmas or maybe Mm -hmm. two years ago. And I'm like, just do it. You know, like, I don't know. I think it's something that you can like easily push off if you have hand-me-downs and, you know, family who's willing to give you their old stuff but it's like there's just something about like taking control of your life as an adult when you buy a couch and it was just a great feeling yeah yeah the next thing is a good mattress so basically when I'm not sitting on my couch Mm -hmm. I'm probably laying in my bed (laughs) so I think having a good mattress is worth the investment mattresses are also extremely expensive but I feel like even asking your parents to like chip in for your Christmas gift or something like that could be a really good way to go about it. They also go on sale for like Black Friday and Boxing Week. So it could be a good time to buy a new mattress. But I just think, especially in your 20s, Tegan and I are 27. Once you're over that 25 mm-hmm. hump, you're like have all these body aches that you never <laughs> have experienced mm-hmm. before. And I feel like having a good mattress is like, key to overcoming some of that so I just like I just think it's worth buying and it's I think for both a mattress and what I was saying about the couch like it's worth buying them new which often obviously Mm. costs more than like buying them used or like getting hand-me-downs from family yeah 100% I definitely agree with both of those I heard like years and years ago that you should always invest in things that separate you from the ground so like you should invest in shoes you should invest in seats you should invest in a mattress Mm. because it's like those are the things that give you comfort and protect your body from aches and pains and that kind of thing I like that Yeah. And we got our mattress like in it's 
one of those mattresses in a box that like ships to you and then you open it and it like puffs out oh, yeah. it's actually very comfy i'm yeah. pretty sure ours is like the amazon brand like not we have like three or four name brands here in canada ours i think is just the amazon yeah. one but it's like very comfy like yeah. It's the kind of thing I don't notice until I sleep somewhere else. And exactly. then I come home and I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Mine's just from Ikea. Like, it, it's expensive. I think mm. it's like 500 bucks, but which is expensive. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But it's a lot more affordable than some of those, like, crazy expensive mattresses. Yeah, like a mattress mattress. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it does the job, you know. It's comfy. It's good. And yeah. definitely recommend <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I think the next thing that I wanted to bring up was my biggest purchase that I've ever made, which is my car. Mm -hmm. And this was like a purchase that took a really long time to decide to do. Like I had the money saved, but then it was like, do I really want to just like see this money go away? And no, I didn't. But uh it's definitely worth it just because kind of in the same thinking of the air wrap, the amount of time it saves me, I think pays for itself. And I don't use it. Like it's not like I drive my car every day. I work from home. And a lot of times I still take transit because sometimes it's honestly almost as quickly, but for things like getting groceries, it makes it where Either I would have to get my groceries delivered, which is expensive, or I'd have to make like a whole big trip of it because I can't walk to a grocery store. Mm -hmm. And it just makes it so much easier. And the peace of mind I find that it gives me for emergencies, which was the main reason we ended up getting it because, you know, we live in a city. We could have survived without it. But it's the fact that if something happened, we could just like get in the car and start driving that is I feel like that made me sound psycho I mean like if like a family member has an emergency (laughs) yeah that made it sound like I don't know like if something happens we have to go into hiding (laughs) I meant like if a family member has an emergency or like even I've had friends who are like I'm stuck at the airport and my card's not working and I can't call a cab because they won't pick me up without my card can you pick me up yeah so it's also like the peace of mind totally I'm going to, I, apparently mine are kind of themed. The next one is on Mm. the whole bedtime theme. So on my mattress, my favorite thing ever is Egyptian cotton sheets. And I think this makes a great gift, especially for like Mm. people in their twenties, you know, who probably just have like, I don't know, cheap sheets from Walmart or whatever, which is totally fine. But it's just Mm -hmm. like such a luxurious feeling of crawling into bed at the end of the day, you're on you know, your really comfy, good, supportive mattress, and you have these crazy Mm -hmm. soft sheets on your bed. So Egyptian cotton sheets are definitely way more expensive than regular sheets. And I feel like I knew, I definitely learned this in textiles class, what makes Egyptian cotton sheets so like soft and whatever, but I can't remember right now. And I doubt you guys really care, but Mm -hmm. all this is to say, I love mine. And I think they're worth the money if you can like save up for them or ask for them for a gift. And then the next thing on my list is kind of pajama related, but it's just matching sets in general. And this one is definitely like a lifestyle thing and like more of like an internal Mm -hmm. feeling. So I feel like not everybody 
needs matching sets or not everybody would agree. But for me, when I put on like a matching PJ set at night, I just, again, I feel so just content. Like, I don't know. There's some Mm -hmm. nights where I just want to throw on a big t-shirt and call it a day, no pants. And I'm like, yes, this is my vibe. But the days that I'm wearing matching sets, I just feel like I have my life together. I feel like, you know, the person Mm -hmm. I aspire to be. Same when I put on like a matching lounge set or I go to yoga and a matching workout set. Like, I know this maybe sounds silly, but to me, if I'm going to buy a top and bottoms anyway, it's worth it just to get them to match and like buy the matching set. (laughs) Yeah. That's probably very specific, but I don't know. It goes back to how it makes me feel internally, makes it worth the money. Yeah. 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 I love that. Well, mine next one is kind of similar, which is my wedding dress. And this was also very expensive, probably the most expensive thing besides my car, (laughs) which I purchased, which is just bananas. But I bought it two years ago. Yes. And or two and a half years ago. And I love it. I don't regret it. I feel like, I don't know, when I was planning my wedding, a lot of the things that I was like, this seems frivolous, I could cut it, ended up being the things that I love the most, like florals. I was like, who cares about florals? But then it was like, I love the flowers. And that was like the number one thing I got complimented on. And so I bought a fancy wedding dress at Kleinfeld's. It was the cheapest wedding dress the Kleinfelds carried, and they no longer carry it because it's too cheap, but it was still thousands of dollars. But I think it was worth it to have, like, my dream perfect dress. And, like, Sadie was there along the road. She saw, like, I was not settling. So I think it might have reached a point where I was like, I'm just going to buy something cheap. But I found this dress and I was like, it's perfect and I love it and it fit me. I got like the rack size and didn't get it altered and it's just very special to me. And it's also special that, I don't know, I treated myself to it, which kind of makes it more special. Like maybe I would have regretted it if someone else was paying for it, like if my parents were and then looking back I would have been like oh I would have rather spent their money on something else but yeah it's very special and I love it I haven't worn it since my wedding but every once in a while I'm like I should just put it on see what's up yeah walk around yeah. but pull a Monica and do some cleaning yeah. in your uh wedding dress yeah yeah I feel like that is something that people often are like is it worth the money if I'm just wearing it for one day mm-hmm. you know But it's like, yeah, Yeah. like, I don't know, everything about weddings, I feel maybe it's controversial, like how expensive weddings are and are they worth the money? But like, yeah, I think if it's the one day where it's a day totally dedicated to you and your partner, you know, I think it's worth it. Like you have the pictures that will last forever and like the memories that will last forever. And I feel like, you know, just reliving that day in your head, a lot of it is you wearing that dress and like. I don't know. Again, goes back to that internal feeling that you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I work with someone who did the opposite, like just picked a cheap dress because they were trying to save money and just found one that was nice enough. 
And they said they majorly regret it because they were like, they didn't get to have the wedding shopping moment, which they're like, at the time I was like, that's stupid. Who would want that? But now, you know, five years later, they're like, I regret not having that moment. And they're like, I didn't feel confident. I don't look like myself in the pictures. And so then they're like, I spent thousands on a photographer and I don't like the pictures that I got. So... I'm happy with my decision to ball out on my wedding dress. Yeah. I am also happy with your decision <laughs> because you looked amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, my last thing of purchases that were worth the money. This one is very specific, but it's new to me. I invested in a sticky bra. And this is, mm. I feel like, very random on this list, but... It was way more expensive than I thought it was going to be, and I have a bigger chest, so I was like, I feel like it's not going to work for me. I feel like it's just not going to be it, but I had some dresses. Like, I went to a few weddings, and I had some dresses that wouldn't, like, work with my normal bras, but I have to wear a bra. Yeah. Anyways, it was this whole kerfluffle, and I was like, I'm just going to get a sticky bra, and now I feel like my life has actually been changed, and... Even mm. if you have a bigger chest, I feel you should definitely still try it out. So just wanted to put that on, on the list since it is new to me and been a total game changer for my like wardrobe and whatnot. Love it. Yeah. Very Great. weird, but that's how I'm going to end my list. <laughs> Sticky bra. Yeah. It's perfect. Love it. So I guess we can move along to purchases we've made that we don't think we're worth the money okay which I'm scared to talk about but whatever we all make mistakes we all have to live and learn (laughs) I guess I can start so the first thing on my list is funky makeup slash eyeshadow palettes like huge eyeshadow palettes for just one or two colors Mm -hmm. and I feel like maybe this isn't as much as a thing anymore but like we were you know in university at like the peak of like YouTube makeup gurus and it was like I don't know I just felt like I was bombarded constantly with like makeup releases and all this and for the most part I you know didn't buy too much crazy makeup but I did buy some random things that I like barely ever use and now I'm like I can't get rid of them because they were so expensive but I feel like when it comes to makeup, it always makes sense to go with like neutrals and everyday stuff. Yeah. And then like build from there. Like I bought a bright yellow eyeshadow for MAC, like a single bright yellow eyeshadow. Because I was like, I don't have a yellow eyeshadow. I want to try to do some looks. And it's like, yeah, I've maybe used that like three times in five years because like I'm not, I don't even wear makeup every day. So what the hell? But, and the same with like huge eyeshadow palettes. I bought like a blush palette and it's like, do you like, I'm going to be 85 and I'm still going to be using this blush palette (laughs) because blush lasts forever. So like, it is a good investment, Mm -hmm. but it's like, you have to be realistic too about what you're doing. I feel like I have crazy deja vu right now. Also, by the way, have we been talking, have we talked about, how um, I've splurged on a blush palette before? Has this just been mm-hmm. something in a previous episode? I don't think so. We've talked about our naked oh palettes. Oh my gosh. But I think yeah. we're just having deja vu. <laughs> That's crazy. It was like as soon as I started talking about the blush palette, I was like, 
Wait a minute. Have I already talked about this in an episode? It was a Jaclyn Hill blush palette. Okay. I bought it in like 2015. It's still very cute. Wow. It had the highlighter champagne pop, if y'all remember that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think you've so talked about you this because at least I don't remember this. That's story, so weird. So. Yeah. yeah. If anyone listening remembers me talking about that, please <laughs> DM us. So, like, I don't think I'm that crazy, was, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay i think okay i'll just come in hot this is the hottest take probably of all my purchases and it's going back to what you're saying about your iphone and like every time you're Mm. upgrading your phone and you're like "Eh, do i actually need to spend that much money just to get an iphone the first thing on my list of things that weren't worth the money is probably my macbook air and Mm. I know that's a hot take and I love my MacBook and I chose to get my MacBook because it's a MacBook. Like I have an iPhone, mm. I have the AirPods, like it just made sense to get a MacBook. Yeah. But when I really think about it, so what, how this happened actually was my last computer just like totally died and I needed right. like a computer pretty instantly. And it was right at the time that my roommate moved out and right at the time that I just spent $1,000 on that couch I was just talking about. It all <laughs> happened literally within pretty right. much the same weekend or like within a week of That's happening. how it goes. So I yeah. was sitting there thinking, okay, I now have to – like my rent just doubled. I just bought this couch. Mm-hmm. Do I actually need to buy like a $1,600 MacBook or can I just get like mm-hmm. a – I don't know even like a thousand dollar HP, you know, or like something not Mac that's cheaper. And of course I went the MacBook route, but when I think about it, it was just because I'm like that. Like, I don't know. Like I said, I justified it by like connecting to my phone, connecting to my AirPods, but it's Mm -hmm. like, realistically, I use my MacBook for Google Chrome word like powerpoint like excel you know (laughs) all these things that you can get on any computer it doesn't need to be a mac like i don't use any mac specific things on my macbook even like my photos like i this is bad but like i don't even really sync my icloud as much Mm -hmm. as i think some people do like to back stuff up like i don't even use it to connect to my phone and airpods as much as i had justified it so all this is to say, when my computer dies again, I will probably buy a MacBook and I will probably regret it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Because that's just who I am. <laughs> but if you're yeah. thinking, do I really need a MacBook? And you're like a way more reasonable person than I am. <laughs> don't yeah. do it. Just buy a different computer. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm stuck and like, I only know how to use Mac. Yeah. So now they've just like got me and I've like, I have to use it for my work and I usually have to buy like a pro with like souped up this, that. So it's always like insanely expensive. And then I use it like crazy and it falls apart. So I would never say it's worth the money. Yeah. But but when you use it the way you do, it might be worth it. Yeah. You know, like maybe a cheaper computer couldn't handle like the files and what oh definitely not yeah yeah but at the same time I'm like if I'm spending like three thousand dollars on a laptop you're not gonna die after the first year like it's different I don't know like 
I say compared to my air wrap, like my air wrap, I've been using nonstop for six months and it still like looks in pristine condition. Look, if this was like a MacBook that I was using at that frequency and paid like four times as much for, it would be dying. Like, mm. so uh, it's the frustration when it comes to like Apple products or like any tech in general is that it's so expensive and the equipment is so sensitive. Like you drop your phone once and it doesn't matter that you spent a thousand dollars on it because it's shattered. But it's also like, I just have to do it. I know. So I know I'm very conflicted when it comes to it. Yeah. And I think why I put this on my like purchases, not worth the money is I use a piece or a windows computer all day every day for my yeah. work computer and I'm like realistically yeah. this does all the same things that I do on my mac and like yeah. I probably don't even need a personal computer since I work from home and always have my work computer you know like yeah I don't know it just made me really think I probably didn't need to spend that money on a mac when I don't use it for mac specific things yeah also like the ports are stupid i had to buy not only did i spend the stupid amount of money on the computer then i had to buy (laughs) the adapter to even like plug in the mic that i'm recording with right now like so so dumb but anyways so maybe us talking it through makes it sound less i was like oh god people might come at me for putting this on my list but i feel like we're justifying it yeah yeah No, I think it makes sense. And like the good news is that most jobs, like if you're working from home, your work usually gives you a computer because my Mm -hmm. laptop is like dead and I don't want to buy a fancy one again. But yeah, totally. Yeah. I think the next thing that I wanted to bring up as things that I found was a waste of my money is lash lifts. Because I've gotten a lash lift done twice and both times it didn't work. The first time she was like, it didn't work and she gave me a discount. I still paid, but she gave me a discount. And the second time I was like, the first time it didn't work and she was like, well, I'll leave it on for longer. And it still didn't really work. And she was like, yeah, but they are lifted. And so then I was like, this is such, and it's like, yeah, they were lifted, but it's kind of expensive to get a lash lift. And it's so uncomfortable. Like Mm -hmm. maybe this is, I feel like people get lash lifts all the time. So anyone listening might be like, you're a big baby, but it like hurts my eyes because it's like they fold up your eyelids and fold down your like lower lid. And then they put like perm chemicals like stuck to your eye. Like it's just very uncomfortable. And you have to wait, like when I was waiting the extra five minutes, it was like I was 20 minutes, couldn't open my eyes. And if I did, I'd go blind from the perm solution. <laughs> and I just had to like sit there. And I was like, this sucks. Both times I was getting it done because I was going on vacation. And I was like, I don't want to wear mascara. But then I was at reached the point where I was like, I'd rather wear mascara every day than have to deal with this. Like I did find the tint helped. But I also understand that like a lot of people have really straight eyelashes. So getting it, your eyelashes tinted doesn't really help. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I've never had one, but good to know your experience. I feel what you're saying makes sense to me. (laughs) Next on my list in the kind of beauty realm of things. This one is also another hot take, but pimple patches. I don't know, guys. Am I just not using them properly? I feel they don't work for me. 
So yeah, I can't I've, get them to work either. Okay. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. And I like pretty much everybody I follow, like even people at work, they'll be like, come on camera and like, oh, sorry, my pimple patches are on. And I'm always like, do those things actually work? And everybody's always like, yes, they do. So I keep buying them, you guys. Like they're, I don't know, you get a pack <laughs> of 20 and they're, I don't even know how much. I get the Peace Out acne ones. I've tried the Kylie skin ones. And I feel like Kylie skin ones maybe worked, but maybe mm. it was just me wanting them to work. I don't know. But I've bought them probably like four or five times, gone through the entire box each time. And every time I'm like, I don't think they actually did anything. <laughs> so yeah. please, if I'm using them incorrectly, please tell me. But for me, like just like putting, I have a lot of salicylic acid in my skincare lineup. So just like mm. applying a salicylic acid directly as a spot treatment, that works. But as a pimple patch, doesn't work. So I'm done. I'm not buying any more. I tried. Yeah. It's not worth it for me. Yeah. I feel the same. I could never get them to work. I've only ever bought like the cheap like life brand kind. But mm -hmm. it just, I also find they just like peel off it mm -hmm. as I'm sleeping. Like I wear them to go to bed and I'm like, I don't even have oily skin. In fact, I have very dry skin. So the fact that like these won't even stick, I don't know. Kind of related to that. One thing that I don't think is worth the money is expensive shower products. And I don't buy like a ton of expensive shower products, but I've bought a couple of things here and there. And I just find that it's very exciting when you first get them and you're like, this is it. Like my self-care, I've, you know, made it. But then the novelty wears off, I find. And then it's just like, this is the same as any old bar of soap, really. <laughs> like a month later, you're not like, ooh, my $30 body wash. You're just yeah. like, okay, got to get clean and head out the door. So I wanted to mention that. I think it's, then this is buying strictly for the sake of like, it's got cute packaging or it smells nice. Like it, it's a different thing, I think, to be like, I have specific skincare concerns and can only get relief from like a more expensive brand or whatever but I never buy for that reason I buy because I'm like ooh, the influencers have this and the packaging is so pretty and it smells so nice yeah never worth it yeah I don't think I've really bought any expensive shower products like I never have tried necessaire and I feel that's a big mm -hmm. one in the influencer yeah I have yeah yeah I've used one of their body washes and it was nice and it's actually lasted me forever because more expensive products I find like bubble up better okay. but at the same time it's like is it worth like I don't even know how much they are 25 bucks like is it worth 25 bucks mm, I don't think so yeah definitely next thing on my list this is kind of a generic one but I have cheap slash slash fast fashion and I have this in here because it goes back to what I was saying earlier where I was walking around my house being like, what wasn't worth the money? And I even looked in my closet and I was like, the thing about me is I have a shopping problem, but the clothes that I have in my closet, I've had for years and years and years. Like, so where does my money mm -hmm. go? And it goes, well, it used to go. I kind of had this realization a few years ago and put a stop to it, but yeah. like it went to shirts that I would wear once or twice, or it went to, you know, mm -hmm. things that were just 
kind of the micro trends or the Zara trends for just that season, like not even for the year, but like this is what everyone's wearing this summer. I'm going to buy it too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, not only is that awful for your wallet and the environment, like none of it makes sense. So I really Mm -hmm. don't think that's worth it. I do know though that for some people, like you can't afford to shop at Aritzia. I definitely can't afford to shop yeah. at Aritzia exclusively, you know? Yeah. So there are some things where I just buy, you know, a white t-shirt from H&M or whatever. But yeah. for the most part, I think investing in those pieces that I know I'm going to wear more often or pieces that I know I can invest invest in or want to invest in, save up for them, I think that's a better use of your money than just like cheap fast fashion that you'll just wear one or two times before it gets a hole or is no longer in style and whatnot. Yeah, 100%. I feel like this is a big thing for your 20s because at least for me, I was always buying fast fashion as like a teen because one, it's cheap and I had no money. But also because like I was growing and outgrowing clothes pretty frequently. I didn't have any younger sisters. Like it wasn't like I was passing anything down. So it's like it didn't really make sense to be investing in pieces that would then not fit me the next season. But then it's like you reach a point where you stop growing and you're like, oh, yeah, this is the time when I could be investing in these pieces. So I definitely agree with that. Kind of on the same like wavelength I wanted to bring up expensive Ikea furniture because I've definitely been someone who has purchased like a lot at Ikea and when I say expensive I don't mean like expensive in comparison to like Crate and Barrel and stuff like that but I mean like Ikea is great when it's like it's your first apartment and you just you know you have $200 to get all of your furniture it's fab for that but once you are starting to kind of like build your personal apartment style, it just doesn't really make sense. And I find that when you're in your 20s, at least for me, I moved a lot and 99% of my IKEA furniture fell apart in every move. And so it's like, I think I'm saving money because my bookshelf only cost $150, but I have to repurchase the same bookshelf every two years. And it's like, well, if I just bought a $600 bookshelf that was made of actual wood, not cardboard, I would have had it this whole time, right? And I feel like now with like Facebook Marketplace and stuff, it's so easy to find vintage furniture that's like actually made of real wood and made to last. And yeah, I just find that like splurging at Ikea rarely pays off. Ikea is good for cheap stuff. Like I go to Ikea for like my candlesticks or like my drinking glasses that I know are going to get smashed, but not for like, I don't know, something crazy. Yeah, I feel you. I feel like I my yeah. mattress is Ikea, so now I'm like, okay, that was kind of expensive, but... <laughs> But for me, yeah. it was worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and that's different. I'm thinking more of like the flat pack yeah. furniture yeah, that definitely. is like made of cardboard. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Last thing on my list is, again, just like one-time use things that I don't think are worth the money, and that is books. And 
a lot of the books I read, I only read once and then they just sit on my shelf forever. And I think I mentioned that Tegan and I are in a book club as of like this past summer. So now I'm reading a lot more. And at first I was like, man, I'm going to have to buy all these books and get a bigger bookshelf. But then I was like, no, that's stupid if I'm only going to read these books once. So mm-hmm. I started using my library card and it is so, mm-hmm. so great. And I highly recommend you guys check that out in your town or city as well, because I think they're always free and lots of like good resources come with it. If it's books, if it's audiobooks, you know, you name it, you might have access to it through your library. So wanted to put that mm-hmm. on the list. Especially I feel with book talk, it's kind of like that fast fashion vibes where it's like, this is the trendy book everyone's reading right now. Go buy it. And then you buy it. And then it's like, okay, but now this is the trendy book. And next thing you know, like books aren't that expensive, but if they're 20 bucks a book Mm -hmm. and you're buying multiple a month, like that really adds up just for you to read at once. So I don't know, maybe another hot take, but. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, I always find before, like over the last two years, really through the pandemic, I became like a much more avid reader, which I didn't used to be before. I would read like maybe a book a year and it would be like I'd reread Harry Potter. Whereas I think that was caused because I would splurge on a pile of books. And if I wasn't like feeling the books that I was reading, I'd be like, well, you can't switch to another book because you just spent 20 bucks on this. And it would just force me to like not read. And so now the only books I will usually buy for myself is books that I see on sale (laughs) or like I'll pre-order a book like Carrie Soto. I pre-ordered so that I could get it like the day it came out. But it's only because like I read all of her other books and knew probably I would like it and be able to read it. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Great. I think those are our purchases that were and were not worth the money. Yeah. We know we've had you guys here for a while now, so we can probably get through this next little bit fairly quickly and more like rapid fire. But this is all about investing in yourself. And like I was saying, I think – As soon as life gets expensive or as soon as life gets busy, we are the first thing that we cut from our priority list. And Mm -hmm. you've heard us a million times on this podcast talk about how important self-care is and how important it is to prioritize yourself. So we're just going to talk about a few things that are worth investing in when it comes to investing in yourself. Yeah. Well, I feel like right off the that are a couple of things that we've talked about a lot. And like you said, I feel like these are the things that get cut first once you're tightening your budget. And that's like fitness classes or a gym membership or like I do class pass, even a personal trainer, anything like that. And also a therapist. But I feel like we would both agree that those are all worthy investments and worth trying to make work like when I'm trying to budget I'll do class pass instead of you know a yoga membership and maybe I'll see my therapist once a month instead of every two weeks but I still try and make an effort because I feel like they have like positive results that I see in my life definitely 
And I think they go, they're the first to go off the list because they're typically like the more expensive things in my monthly expenses, you know, but I think you bring up a great point tag where it's like, maybe you just scale back. You don't scrap it all together. I think that's a good suggestion. Even something like healthy groceries. This is like, I'm a Mm -hmm. huge food snob kind of when it comes to my groceries. Like I pay stupid amounts for my groceries, but I buy good quality stuff and stuff that I know helps my health. You know, like I have a dairy allergy. So instead of buying Mm -hmm. the $2.99 ice cream, I will buy the dairy-free ice cream that's $5.99. You know, like this type of stuff adds up. But for me, it's worth investing in since it is like an investment in my health. Yeah. I also feel like little things that could be investments in your health could be like buying yourself a journal. If even if you're like, I can't afford therapy, even if it's once a month, it's not going to happen. A journal, I feel like can be a great sort of place to start. Same with like, there are some self-help books out there that are like, I have seen like anxiety workbooks and that kind of thing that is a little bit more affordable. And there are also like loads of meditation apps, which I feel like people think is like a really frivolous purchase, but it's like, you don't, you know, blink an eye when you're buying a tequila shot that's double the price of a whole month of a meditation app, you know? So those like little things I feel like can also make an impact. Totally. And you guys know how much I love talking about like building a relationship with yourself and stuff. And I feel like I've done a good job of that, but it all started from these things like journaling, self-help books. Like I didn't start therapy until this year and I'm 27 years old, you know, like, and my whole 20s have been about finding myself and it was all through journaling, self-help books. So I love that you have those on the list because they really are good ways and more affordable ways to invest in your mental health. I think outside of health-related stuff, investing in experiences is also a really Mm -hmm. great investment in yourself. Some of these things can get really expensive, but I feel like this is how you learn about yourself, how you grow as a person, how you become more Mm -hmm. well-rounded, get good experiences and perspective, and it just overall makes you a better person. So I feel like investing in travel travel's a big part of my life and a big part of my like self-awareness journey that I've been on. So I think it's mm-hmm. definitely worth investing in travel. And if you can't afford, you know, a one week trip to Hawaii, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Even doing things like local events can have the same type of impact on you. So like Seeing concerts, seeing plays, seeing musicals, you know, like just investing in those types of experiences. Yeah. I also feel like sort of like casual classes can be a really great way to like learn about yourself and try out new hobbies. Like if it's a cooking class or a dance class or a wine tasting, these can also be a little expensive, but I feel like can be a very... um, worthwhile experience I'll say totally and I feel like these things too also kind of contribute indirectly to your mental health like 
They're not yeah. directly investing in your health, but it's like if you're getting out once a week and being social and learning something new, mm-hmm. like you're probably stimulating your brain more than just sitting at home watching Netflix that night, you know, like, and that's probably going to sure. go a longer way, especially through like the winter yeah. months and whatnot. So it definitely is worth investing yeah. in. The last bucket we have is investing in your career or investing in learning. Mm -hmm. So I think the casual classes like is a perfect segue into this, but I really think there's some really big expenses. Tegan talked about some of them, like buying a car, buying a fancy wedding dress. Like these are kind of things and like products that are worth investing in. In Tegan's experience, mm-hmm. I think another huge investment is post-secondary school. So if it's going to college, yeah. university, that's something that I think is like 1000% worth the investment. Even if mm-hmm. you're through school or you don't want to go commit fully to like a college program, even just like investing in courses and classes to like sharpen your skill set and like qualify you for the job that you want. I think there's literally not a better investment than investing in those mm-hmm. types of classes or like education. Yeah. Even investing in like the tools that you need to succeed. Like I talked about how mm-hmm. I needed to have a certain level of laptop or like I need to pay for Adobe products and it's exactly. crazy expensive. It's like 30 bucks a month, but like I need to do it to do my job. And it's the same if you want to pay for LinkedIn premium because that's what makes sense. Or we've talked before about Monday girl Mm -hmm. and how that can be good for networking and those types of things that again, especially I find that when you're looking for a job, it's like, is it really the smartest thing when I don't have a job to be spending money that I say is going to get me a job? But I do find that it makes a difference. Like I've purchased a resume template like three years ago and it's the same template I've used this whole time and people ask me about it and say like whoa why is your resume so fancy and I'm like yeah it's because I'm super cool and and I don't reveal that I spent like four dollars on it but yeah I find that all of those things are worth it yeah 100 percent and it's just like positioning you in a way that you're proud of, you know, and I think that yeah. can add to your confidence when you're in a career search and help sharpen your skills if you're paying for Adobe and yeah. like, you know, getting those technical skills, even if it's just buying Microsoft Office, paying that subscription so you have Word to edit those templates or, you know, yeah. sharpening your skills in Excel, whatever it is, these things aren't always expensive. Like in this case of Adobe, it really is. But I'm thinking of something like Canva, for instance. It's not that expensive, but because it's not expensive, it's just like easy to brush off. But I do think it can really make a difference. The last thing under the whole like career bucket for me is also professional headshots. And I think this maybe depends Mm -hmm. on what industry you work in. Like if you're somebody who has like a website or a social presence or honestly, even your LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. which I think is regardless of the industry you work in, I really think it's worth investing in personal head, professional heads. Oh my goodness. I can't speak professional (laughs) headshots, even just like once every two years or once every three years. Mm -hmm. Like if you're looking pretty much the same as your last headshots, like, I don't know. I just think it's worth investing in if you have the money to do so. Yeah, 100%. Like you have to think if you're someone who's applying to jobs or just finishing school, you have to think of the ways that will make you stand out. 
everyone applying to jobs is going to have, you know, their high school. So it's like, what do you have? Yeah. Well, I have my post-secondary and I don't know how to make a great resume, but I downloaded a template off of Etsy and I joined a networking group so that I can put that on my resume because I didn't have job experiences. And it's all these like little things that can make you stand out, I think, to people yeah. who are hiring. Yeah. And the last thing for your like career is this is, I think, one of the biggest areas where you can see the return on investment. So like, Mm-hmm. you know if you have a fancy resume and fancy headshots and you have all these really great yeah. technical skills like that could land you a better paying job you know or like it yeah. could open opportunities for you if you are part of paying for like a networking membership you could yeah. get opportunities that you wouldn't have access to otherwise so I feel like these things are we were talking about the cost per wear and that could be kind of like a way to measure return on investment on like products and yeah physical things you purchase but when it comes to investing in yourself sometimes it's hard to like see that return but when it comes to your career I think it's very easy to see the return on that and like in a dollar sense when you're like tying a salary to it and whatnot so yeah something else 100 something else to help justify why you should invest in your career and your learning learning and development yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it Perfect. love it Okay, you guys, we will stop talking now. We will stop rambling on. (laughs) Apparently, we had lots to say today, but we appreciate you so much for listening and listening every week at that. We drop a new episode every Tuesday. Please, I was going to say rate. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Please rate (laughs) us and leave a review. Also, follow us on social media. We are at our golden 20s on all of them platforms yeah so tiktok instagram facebook spotify playlists even and we have Mm -hmm. a patreon community which is the best way to support the podcast for as little as two dollars a month but that is everything we will see you next tuesday